Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Harder to Kill podcast. I'm your host, Coach Shannon Stout, and this week I have Coach Kelly with me on the pod. Hey, what's up, guys? (laughs) So, Kelly and I have been trying to get this podcast (laughs) episode recorded for like, what, at least a month? I feel like it's been longer. Than Six that. weeks I feel since like, Thanksgiving. Yeah, I maybe. feel like we keep just kind of postponing <laughs> and pushing. And yeah. So we're finally getting it done today. So one of my goals is just to get all of the coaches' backstories and everything um, up on the podcast for you guys. So finally getting to Kelly. And then the last one we have is Brandon. We got to get Brandon in here to get his done. We'll corner him. Yeah. We'll, we'll corner him next. <laughs> so, um, I just want to plug you just a little bit, just give a little bit of background like between us. So um, Kelly is one of my BFFs. Um, we've been working out together, texting, hanging out, talking for like almost nine years. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a long time when you think about it. Yeah. It's like we're the last nine years yeah. gone. So I remember you had said before that you started um, at Warrior CrossFit in February yep. of 2012, right? Yep. Yeah. So your nine years is like coming up like next it month. It is next month. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. So I started in May. So I started a little bit after you. So when I started CrossFit, I would like, I thought Kelly was the most like badass person. And of course I still think so, but I just remember looking up to you so much and just, um, and then like over the years, I remember us always just like having like friendly competition and you know, who gets the best time, like lifts and like all that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. So it's just always been super fun. But, um, anyway, so I just, Love her so much. Oh, Shannon. <laughs> She's just such a great person. Just a person that I just have always looked up to and I just think is, I just think the world of her. And, well, um, the feelings mean. <laughs> I think, I think you're pretty awesome. Oh, okay. Too. <laughs> I guess that's why I've been friends for nine years, right? <laughs> okay. So anyway, let's talk about the serious stuff where I like start crying or something. Um, no crying on the podcast. I know, right? <laughs> no crying on the podcast. Is there? No I one has cried yet, I don't think. Well... Anyone gets teary? No, I, I mean we haven't talked about anything super like emotional? super emotional. Yeah, really. I don't know. Yeah, I guess not. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe that's maybe, <laughs> that maybe twenty twenty one. Yeah, podcast subject. Try to get try to get people to cry. Getting in touch with your inner self. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, a part of the reason why we've had such a hard time getting this podcast scheduled is because you are super busy. I, yeah, I I am. It kind of comes and goes. Yeah, you it's, work a lot. I do. So tell us what you do for a living. Let's start there. So okay, <laughs> awesome. So yes, coaching is just like kind of a for fun thing Your for hobby. me. I love doing it. I yeah. love doing it. That's why I do it. But no, I do have a full time day job. Um, I work for Kraft Heinz. Um, I work in quality uh, and food safety. Because so, I was gonna say, make sure you keep it in layman's terms. Yes. Because every time you tell me what you do, I'm like, what? Everybody's like, what does Kelly do again? <laughs> I know. I, think, I just am like, she works at Heinz. I think <laughs> half of my family feels that way. They don't yeah. really know what I do. They no. don't really know. I work with eight um, different manufacturing plants. Uh, most of them manufacturing Oscar Mayer branded products. And my job is just hot to dogs, make, Kelly. Hot dogs, bacon, <laughs> lunchables, cold cuts. Nice. I have pickles, Claussen pickles, Cool Whip. 
oh, my really? plants mix. Yeah, we do. We just do all the things. Oh my gosh! So yeah. all that stuff that you don't think about, like yeah. when you're like that, it's come from like Heinz Company or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Okay. All the things. So cool whip, hot dogs, nice. Which are a great combo. Yeah. Way. Right. <laughs> so you well, don't you also do like frozen stuff? Do you have like? I thought I remember you talking about potato skins one time. I so I I used to work with our plant in Ontario, Oregon, and yes, they are, they manufacture all the Arita branded products. Oh, okay. So, tater so tots, you don't do that fries, No, I don't get to work with that plant anymore. Okay. So. so, you do a lot of traveling then. So, you're traveling to your different plants, because you kind of oversee, like, a large, what do you call it, like, region, department? Um, business unit. Okay. <laughs> they call it business unit. Business yeah. unit. I mean, pre-COVID, yeah, I was traveling probably 60%. Mm-hmm. Um, post COVID it's, it's come and gone. I, you know, I'm not traveling near as much. I mean, you didn't travel at all for like several months, right? Uh, we did not travel at all for several months. I think as we were just every, like everybody, the rest of the United States was kind yeah. of trying to figure this thing out and you were getting cabin fever. What do you right do? Now? Yeah, we, yeah, we did. We got grounded. And so now, I mean, the travel it's, I mean, I'm hoping it picks back up. Not that I like being gone, but mm-hmm. to do my job well, yeah. I have to, I have to be gone at least yeah. some of the time. Well, and plus, you know, you work from home, like you're based out of your home, right? And you have been for years now, mm-hmm. haven't you? I am. Yes. Just I, because of how much you travel and like all that. that like, yes. Yeah, since 2013 is when yeah. I took my first corporate job with the company. And that's when I started doing kind of the working from home traveling uh-huh. type yeah. thing. Um, yeah. I just remember that transition like you've been doing that for a long time mm-hmm. so when COVID hit it wasn't a big transition for you other than you just didn't get a travel yep. like you're so like working from home just became like man I'd really like to not just be stuck inside my house like this much <laughs> yeah yeah where other people were forced to be at home and they'd never worked from home before my husband yeah one of them, he's been um he's been kicked back to the house a couple of times now out of the oh, office really? yeah and so I, I know it was definitely an adjustment for him Oh yeah, and yeah. like to have both of you at home. It was, I mean, and with the two kids at home. Yeah, I'm surprised we've all survived. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I could see that for sure. But I mean, with my life, I mean, I've been working at the gym a lot, but like over the winter, we're always, you know, kind of like stuck at home more, anyways. And I suppose that's probably the case for most people. But mm-hmm. anyway, okay, so that's your job. So you basically, um, when did you start like working out at the five? The 515 class. I didn't transition to mornings for a while. Wait, wasn't it because Terry, your husband Terry joined? So that was one of the reasons. So yeah, backstory when I started, I was at 630 PM was like my class when I first started doing CrossFit. Yes. I met you at the noon class. I would, I started on some (laughs) random noons, but Uh, I bet for the first few months, I didn't go to any class outside of 630 because Uh the kids were still younger um, this was nine years I was, ago. I was working in the plants. Yeah. I was up at work long before. I mean, I couldn't have made a morning class work. It just... What, uh, how old are your kids now? Oh, 17 and just turned 14. Just turned 14. Like what, on the 8th? Is that her birthday? Yeah, and my uh, learner's permit proxy test didn't work yesterday that we tried to do at home. Oh, so no. So she didn't get that, that yet? Again. No, no, my no. kid hasn't even read the manual yet, so you're like... Mine's <laughs> not reading the manual. We're just going right for the test. You're just so We're just going up. right for the test. Oh, no. My husband was like, you can at least read the manual. So And you can. There's a link yeah. to it. You totally Anyways, um, all right. Back to the task at hand here. So when we're talking about you just starting, it would have been 2012 at the downtown gym original location. Second Street. All right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So there you start when you... So when you first started, you did mostly 630 mm-hmm. classes. Okay. 
yeah. did not know that. I must have. So, I mean, I don't remember that much. I must have maybe only saw you then, like, randomly at noon. Yeah, I, I remember seeing you. Um, yeah. And I know I worked out with you probably a handful of times before I really even ever said boo to you. Um, well, I have a weird memory, actually. Yeah, you scared the shit out of me because <laughs> I... Yeah, you're just you were like so like badass, and I was like, oh, I'm scared of her. Like you were just like like already strong and awesome. But anyway, you had this like green T-shirt on, and I was standing behind you, like watching you lift like a more weight than I could lift, and I was just like, I don't know why that sticks out with me, but you had this like neon green like T-shirt on or something like that. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm trying to think of which you know, I've gone through so many workouts. Yeah, yeah. So I just have that like random, just like random little snippet of a memory of that. So, but anyway, so you went to some random noons and um, I don't know when we actually started. Yeah, I don't know when we started like actually talk. conversing with each other. I'm not sure. I remember, so um, Sarah Stump used to be a member here before uh, they moved to Williamsburg and um, she's like our third. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, we did like a girls night or something and... I remember finding out that our kids were going to be at LNM together in kindergarten. And so I kind of had started texting her like around the time school started. So that would have been like August or like something like that. So I don't know. We had to have been talking. Probably by, by that fall. We had like to have been we talking by then. Or more friends, than just so. saying like hi. Yeah. At class. Yeah, 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 definitely. Which I typically, you know, we do with a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, we for sure, when we transitioned over to the Harbor Freight Gym, like we definitely were like friends and stuff yep. over there so it just must have developed over the time like being at the downtown gym so anyway back to you I keep getting sidetracked here which is probably going to be a problem <laughs> um so you're going to 6 30 some random noons when did you start doing like noons like then more full-time when we went to Harbor Freight yeah so when we moved into that Harbor Freight building um, again, 2013 is when I started kind of the work from home travel thing. Oh, so my, okay. my schedule was more flexible, yeah. um, which allowed me to go to noon go to or to go to other classes uh-huh. besides just really the latest one they had because working kids yeah. were kind of forcing me right. gotcha. um, into that class. So yeah, I started probably my schedule became a little more random and I would attend probably various classes, mm-hmm. I would say, depending... On the day. On the day, really. yeah. Yep, I worked out. I worked out in the back in Kyle's uh, barbell club. Yes, I remember doing that for a while too. Yeah. Um, when did you get Terry to join? You know, it's funny. I got him. I loved CrossFit, and I had been. I mean, and he was probably sick of listening to me talk about it. I talked <laughs> about it all the time, and I I talked to him about joining all yeah. the time, and he's just like, yeah, you know, not not right now really interested yeah well he was so, an exerciser like yeah he's, he's always been a runner been in good shape he's yeah. always been a runner which is he's still doing today um yeah he still runs on a treadmill today mm-hmm. so he no he's always been a runner um but no i got him this is funny i got him a gift certificate for father's day i think one year and this may have been 2014 or 15 Dude, i do not remember the year and so i remember telling jacob put an expiration date on it <laughs> Because I was afraid he was just going to sit on it. Yeah. And never, um, never like, it. never cash it in. Yeah. yeah. So, Jacob put, like... Wait, it was a one-month one, or...? Um, essentially, yeah. Oh, okay. Essentially. So, Jacob put the end of whatever year that was. Like okay. I said, it might have been 2014. Um, <laughs> I don't remember. remember. So, Terry started his on-ramp in December of that year. And that's when on-ramp was, like, four weeks long. Remember when we did... 
Yeah, that's on-ramps when Kyle, changed, kind of. That's when Kyle was in charge of that. Yep. Yeah. And so it was like two to three classes a week for four weeks to really kind of indoctrinate everybody. Um, mm-hmm. I like that word, indoctrinate. That's it, funny. It is. That's maybe a bad <laughs> word. Just teach everybody, right? Teach everybody the foundational movements. Yeah. And they did it um, as a group, which was good because then you at least kind of understood what that class kind of atmosphere uh was versus just kind of like some one-on-one. Because there's definitely a difference between like one-on-one and like a group class. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So no, he crossfitted for, I don't know, a year and a half? say a while. while. It was a while, but his biggest problem was not wanting to scale or modify Mm -hmm. um, as he should have. And he's a really competitive person. So, (laughs) you know, he was getting to the point where he was having some pain, right, and soreness and... It would be like all week long. Yeah. And, you know, we would talk about, hey, well, just don't do this. Yeah. Or don't do that. Or, you know what, you need to lighten up the weight. Yeah. So. But then um, he never would. No, he's, I mean, he's been back to CrossFit here and there. Yeah. Um, since then. Yeah. But not, not full time. So that's what moved you to the 515 because he started and you went with him. I, you know. I think we both started attending 515 together. Again, we um, the kids were old enough we could leave the house. Yeah. And we left them in bed. Mm-hmm. We locked the door behind us. <laughs> That's what all yeah. my parents do, right? Yeah, right. Young kids sleeping. I mean, I think Logan was maybe, you know, he was 9 or 10 at the time. He was old enough to call us if there was a problem, but he would have been older than that if you're only if you're talking about like 2014, 15, maybe yeah. 11. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so we could work out together um, mm-hmm. or, again, evenings mm-hmm. with kids and activities. It just yeah. it got busy. Yeah. So, yeah, we started hitting 5.15, I think, pretty, or it was 5.30, actually, at the time. Yeah. It was still 5.30. Right. When did yeah. you, okay, so, all right, so now we're on the timeline of, like, now you're working out at 5.15 with Terry, and you guys were being really consistent. I mean, I remember Terry, he was basically, like, every day, right? He's kind of a... Routine five day a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and then, what kind of was your transition, or why did you decide to start getting into some coaching, or like what was the? I can't remember when you started doing that. And actually, on Kyle's podcast, I remember we were talking about it, and we couldn't remember. <laughs> and I remember listening. I've listened to all. I told yeah. you I caught up on my trip to Ohio. I'm yeah, caught, I'm caught up on all the podcasts. Um, did you feel like I've been like hanging out with you? Because I've had a few people like listen, be listening to the podcast, and then they come to the gym. They're like, "I feel like I've been talking to you like all afternoon." No, <laughs> I love, I love listening to them. I've, I've, I've enjoyed listening to. Okay, them. so anyway, you listened to that, and you were like, "I but, know the answers." <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. But no, when I listened to your backstory, uh-huh. I think coaching for me was very similar to you. I don't think there was any one moment or one thing where it's like, "Hey, Kelly's going to start coaching." Um, I, you know, Jacob and I had discussed it a little, uh-huh. so Jacob and Sarah, um, really mm-hmm. were the two main coaches. Yeah. Ashley and Beth were both level one. And I so this is what brought it about. So remember that Ashley Schmig and Beth Desner yes. were both level one and Ashley was covering some morning classes periodically because Sarah was doing all of the five thirties uh-huh. and Jacob would do some of the later in the days. However, yeah. Sarah, um, you know, got pregnant. They uh-huh. had their first child. Yeah. You know, got pregnant again with her. So, so her, she kind of backed really, off on the coaching. Yeah. So yeah, her, her schedule totally changed. And so I know Ashley was picking up um, some classes in the morning and, uh, she and her husband, Eric and mm-hmm. their two kids up and moved to Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so that's really what prompted you to, that's, kind of that's really what pushed me over the edge to say, yes, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get it. Um, so yeah. I could 
again, fill, help fill a gap and fill a spot. And, yeah. um, you know, I don't know if I ever thought if I'd be good at it or not. I, I work, <laughs> I work with people every day. I yeah. manage people. I've yeah. been a people manager for a long time. Yeah. So I feel like, I, you know, I felt like I could manage group classes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So yeah, I just, like I said, firstborn was, child. Yes. wanting to be in charge. I am the oldest. <laughs> I am pretty type A. Yeah. yeah. My husband will tell you, yes, I want it done my way. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. So, well, I mean, both me and my husband are firstborn, so it can be kind of, can be kind of a challenge. Yeah. See, my husband's... <laughs> I don't have a laid... We don't have a my laid husband's back a little, My husband's a little more laid back, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yet. So, <laughs> it, it works for us because, uh, yeah, he just kind of lets me do my thing most of the time. Yeah, that's he'll, nice. He'll call me out and, you know, tell me when, you know, <laughs> too much. when, when I'm wrong and <laughs> yeah. And I need to just, you know, back off a little. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, um, all right. So was he still doing CrossFit when you were going to coach? I, he was. Do you remember what year it was oh my gosh. that you went and got your L1? So I got my L1. It ex- my L1 would have expired this February as well. Oh. So it would have been five years ago this February. So February of 2016 okay. is when I would have gotten my L1. Okay. So you, you're going from all the way from 12. So you, you had been doing it like four years. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a long time then. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then, so four years go by, um, they up and move. You're like, Hey, I'm going to, I'll step in and help you guys out. Mm-hmm. So you went and got L1 and then you just started just, were you just like filling in in the mornings? I don't even remember. Yeah. I think, um, again, when I wasn't traveling, I think I was doing a lot of the fight. And again, it was five thirty. Ryan Wilson and I, so Ryan Wilson oh, yeah. was also L1. Um, and he would help out in the morning yes, as, I as well. That. Okay. So you guys were switching off in the mornings. Gotcha. Okay. I think so. I don't know. That's, that seems like so long ago now. I, I, well, it was, I mean, it's like five years. The Sears building. It's like, it, I mean, I remember working out there, but my memories of, you know, of downtown and of the Sears building have really faded compared to the little strip mall um, yeah. by Hy-Vee yeah. and now this building. So do you have any funny coaching stories of when you first started, like, do you have anything embarrassing that happened to you? I was, I was probably, I was, I don't know. I was probably, I don't know. I was probably really bad when I first started. I out. mean, we're all bad when we first start <laughs> and we all say, I still to this day say stuff that I'm embarrassed of later. Like, why did I say that? But like, I just didn't know if you had any memory of something like that you just remember like screwing up or being like embarrassed about or just. No, I mean, I have my fair share of reading things wrong, explaining things wrong. Yeah. Um, Saying a movement and then demoing a different one. Yes. (laughs) I've had my fair share of those. And you know, it's funny because the people that are in the class are really quick to correct you when you do that. Because they're reading it on the board and they're like, no, you just say that, but this is what it says. Yeah. So yeah, I've, especially I've the more experienced people who like know, like, mm-hmm. you know what the movements are and stuff. So yeah, definitely. So nothing that like stands out really. Yeah. I don't know if I have like any one really super embarrassing story. Um, I, you know, so you like started under Jacob and Sarah, yep. which is yep. different than the rest of us that coach here because the rest of us, Kyle had already been coaching and I guess I don't know when he started. He must have been oh. coaching a little bit before you because he, I don't know. I remember when Kyle first started. And yeah. I'm like... Do you remember what, the like, story that I told on yes. his podcast about his first class with me and you? Do you remember yes. that? I remember. Is that true? I, yes. I remember <laughs> when I first saw him, I'm thinking, here's here's like my first impression of Kyle. I'm like, wow, this dude's background must be like parkour. <laughs> and like, 
Like he was, he was just doing crazy stuff. And I think he like was doing bar muscle ups, maybe his first class, or he was like levitating and holding himself like in some horizontal position oh upside down God. on the bar. He was just doing crazy stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, wow, where'd this guy come from? He's like, he's kind of a spaz. On the ball, I mean, just, <laughs> and I mean, how does he know gymnastics already? I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. funny. It's probably just because you know, being young and like just having that strength already mm-hmm. like built in or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. So, okay, so he was coaching there, but it's still Jacob and Sarah are the owners. So, did yep. you get any like training, or was it just like, hey, Kelly, you're gonna start coaching now? No, I mean, I think I got some. I mean, I think I got did some you, like, training. Shadow? shadowing there was discussion about it right uh-huh. and I don't know I mean I think I had been doing CrossFit long enough I understood yeah. the general flow of a class yeah I understood you know the movements mm-hmm. um, you know obviously I've grown a ton as a coach I think back to what I was doing then and I was probably just doing a lot of reading off the whiteboard <laughs> to be honest with you yeah um, where now I'm just time capping people yeah yeah <laughs> And that's where I would, you know, that's when we used to record people's scores on the whiteboard too. And uh-huh. the coach would do it. Yeah. They wouldn't come up and write their score down. You would do it for yeah, them. So I you were, doing that. after class, you were kind of calling out around the room. Uh-huh. You know, hey, what'd you get? Hey, yes. what'd you get? Hey, what'd you get? And we would write their score down behind their name on the yeah. whiteboard. I, yes, I remember doing that. And I'm so glad we don't do that anymore. Yes. That, that was so time consuming. And you know what? People did not enjoy doing that. A lot of times people didn't want to like yell yeah, I don't, their times out in front of everyone. There's probably workouts where I really like didn't, didn't want, want, yeah, like <laughs> you know, where I maybe had a bad workout and I'm like, you know, this just sucked today. And it happens, right? Everybody has bad workouts. Oh uh, yeah. It's like, you don't want to necessarily call yeah. that out in front of the whole class. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially people who m- might be more like introverted or might be more embarrassed by that sort yep. of stuff or just might be more private in general. So I like the way we do it now much better. And the other thing would be if you had like new people and you couldn't remember their names, and you had to write their names down. Like, did you? That was a way to. Did you ever come up with creative ways to be like figure out what their name was without asking? I, I know there was probably a time or two where I may have with, asked somebody, like, kind of whispered in somebody's ear, "Hey, what's so and so's name again?" Yeah. Or, or you know what a good one is, and this is just, you know, I would ask somebody, "Hey, how do you spell your name again?" Yeah. If I didn't know what their name was, I'm like, "How do you spell your name?" Yeah. Again, even if it was their name was like Tom, yeah. and there's really only one way to spell it. <laughs> Yeah. If, if somebody got that question for me, it usually meant I had forgotten their name or I didn't uh-huh. know what their name I was. I remember doing that with Esther. I could never remember if she had an H in her name or not. And I'm sure she was getting like so annoyed with me that I would be like, and how is that again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, I'm glad we don't do that anymore. Um, I forgot about doing We've come a long ways with yeah. Zen Planner and nice Sugar yeah. and the music. Though I mean, the Wi-Fi music. Yeah. Music's a lot different today too than it used to be back yeah. in the day. When I first started coaching, yeah. whoever showed up first to class, and I'm going to open a big can of worms here, uh, whoever showed up first got to pick the music for the day. Yes. That's, yes, that's so, true. That worked out okay sometimes. There were other times where somebody's taste may have been Was just, really singu- just very singular and just, <laughs> yeah, something that only they <laughs> like to work out to. Yeah. So that could get you in trouble. Yeah. Um, as well, like, you know, 80s love songs, you know? Yeah. Just, again, not great to The beats <laughs> per minute just yeah. wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. Working out, too. Okay, so, um, 
over the years then Kyle took over obviously brought you on like so Kyle over. inherited me I should yeah. ask him if he was um if he didn't want to inherit me or if he was okay with inheriting oh, me. Oh, no. I never, he, I never asked him. No, he 100%. But he is. just, he really just inherited me. He did. So. He inherited you. But you are, I mean, that's like an awesome perk, really. Like, you had by then had experience mm -hmm. and you um, also had um, like an in with that crowd in the morning, right? Like, you have established these relationships with these people and that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, even to this day, like... He values you a ton. I mean, we all do. So, like, well, <laughs> you care to be a good I coach. Love, I love the team here. I mean, yeah. I feel like we have a, an awesome team. So, um, so yeah, so kind of what I wanted to transition into then was basically, like, so um, over the years, we've just been trying to, like, build, right, and just provide better coaching, provide, you know, better experience or whatever. So you've kind of been along for the ride, even though you're not, like, a full-time coach. You still, you know, care about your quality of coaching. You've obviously wanted to improve because you had to go and do the L2 with us, which was – how did. was your experience for that? Um, You know what? I've talked to Gabe and I've talked to Peyton. Coming coming out of it, when you have time to think about it, it was fantastic. Um, Becky and Pablo, they're, like, masters of their craft. And mm -hmm. just, just watching them mm -hmm. over the course of the whole weekend, it's like, God, mm -hmm. why can't I be them? Like, how can I be them? Yeah. Because they, they were awesome. Yeah. Um, but, you know, during the class, it definitely was, it, it was humbling, <laughs> um, you know, and so you're a little intimidated. You're a little intimidated, right? As, yeah. And you stand up and you, you talk to people and you coach every day. Yeah. But when you know people are watching you, um, mm -hmm. I don't know, it just made it harder. I mean, the first day. I coached you on the deadlift and I taught the deadlift wrong. I mean, how do you teach the deadlift wrong? I mean, you didn't teach it wrong. It was just well, funny because you had the PVC, so you were teaching me from the top down. And so Becky was like, hey, Kelly, do you guys have floating barbells at your gym? <laughs> that was awesome. That was a funny comment. And you were like, and I'm like um, no, we don't. No, we don't. Let's, let's start this over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then you're like, like embarrassed because, I mean, everybody... You're not, you're not going to interject when you see someone like screwing up, you know what I mean? And I was like your model and I don't want to like do anything. And you're a person who, I just you, followed you, your directions. You, you move really well. So you're really, you were a hard one to pick on anyways. Yeah. Like when you raised your hand after I did, I, my first thought was, ah, shit. <laughs> Because that's the order they went in is whoever raised their hand next, the person oh, in front of them yeah. had a coach. Well, just, I did not do it on purpose to you. I, I know. Well, I know you never <laughs> we, sur we survived. I yeah. feel like I definitely took some good things away from that class that, um, you know, I feel like, you know, I, again, I've been trying, you know, at certain times to be a little more relentless or, um, you know, really focus in on certain things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you, you never want to let great get in the way of good, mm -hmm. but you never want to let good just be good enough if somebody's capable right. of yeah. being great yeah, or being definitely. better than just good. And so yeah. those are really my biggest takeaways mm -hmm. is, you know, again, and it's so person to person based because everybody's here for maybe a different reason. Yeah. And you, that's what, that's why you have to kind of get to know people and yeah. learn like, what are their goals? What do they want to yeah. do? What do they need from you? Because yeah. You know, one person might need that or want that, and yeah. another person might be here for a totally different reason. Yeah, and then they're and, annoyed and with you for... <laughs> yeah, and, and my goal is, like, for people to have a good experience, yeah. right, when I'm coaching yeah. a class and to get a good workout, and, you know, again, I know when I'm working out in class, and they say it, right, there's a podcast, it's probably one of the best hours of my day. Yeah. So... 
Awesome. Like when you coach or when you work out, you mean? Um, both again, oh. both. I mean, I, I do, I really enjoy coaching. I just, yeah. I, I just, I, I love helping people. You like uh, that 515 slot too? You know, it's kind of grown on you because you're used well, to it. Well, I've now. done it long enough that yeah, it's 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 really not bad for really me to deal. get up anymore. And you know, I'm lucky that, be, unfortunately, with my other job, my schedule can be really unpredictable. And so Kyle and Peyton have always been really good about you know, I get to kind of come and go when I'm able to, right? Yeah. Um, you do kind of have some good perks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so that's what's allowed that me to nice. continue to coach because I can't really commit to. Um, you know, hey, I'm gonna follow this like strict schedule yeah. every week. When I'm not traveling, it works. Yeah. But when yeah. I am traveling, it just it doesn't. And so Brandon and I kind of split five fifteen now, and he's he's been great. Um, you know, I travel the week before Christmas and the week after New Year's, so I abandoned him for <laughs> two whole weeks, sandwiching those two holiday weeks um, yeah. for work. So and you just picked it right up, huh? Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to get him on the pod and see if he has some any negative things to say. I know, like Kelly, him. like Kel, you know what? Kelly's not pulling her weight. Yeah, here. yeah, definitely. She's, she's, <laughs> she's, she's sticking me with the majority of the work. Now, when you came back though, didn't you coach like a whole week? Um, no, I think I coached three. I coached oh, three you days. Said three days. Yeah, maybe three days. Three days. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I'm coaching three days next week. So not traveling this week, or where are you nope. going? Nope. Not traveling anywhere for work this week unless I go to Davenport a day or two. Oh, okay. Because so. yeah, you work up there, but you could still do the five fifteen, or do you have to be up there early when you? If there's if there was a reason I had to be there early, I wouldn't be able to. But um, no, I you know unless there's something that you know isn't flexible enough to work around my schedule. Yeah, um, yeah. And there isn't, at least not yet. All right. So the last thing I kind of wanted to get in, get into was probably a little bit more personal, maybe a little bit more emotional. I don't know. <laughs> Kelly's like, oh my God, what? I do want to talk a little bit about, um, or I want to get your perspective on how the travel has affected you as far as your health, your ability to, you know, stay on track with nutrition, fitness, you know, that sort of stuff. So yeah. I wanted you to kind of get into that just a little bit. Yeah. Tra traveling has been hard. So, you know, when I look at CrossFit nine years, right? Yeah. Next month we just figured that yeah. out earlier. Um, I was probably more fit my first five to six years of CrossFit than I have been mm -hmm. these last four years. So, I mean, when I first started traveling in 2013, I, I just, I wasn't doing a lot. My travel was maybe 20 to 30%. Mm -hmm. So I would I be gone. Your transition. Yep. I remember you telling me when you switched jobs or whatever, that your travel was going to increase yep. a lot. Yep. I would be gone. Um, and you know, it really didn't, I wasn't gone enough to where my schedule just, you know, I totally went off the rails and um, stopped working out and things like that. And the great thing about traveling is CrossFit's like so, is so big. Mm -hmm. You can find a CrossFit gym almost anywhere you go. Mm -hmm. You know, my problem. I know you've had some the bad last, and the last, experiences. Yeah. And, and my problem <clears throat> the last, I'd say year, um, well, COVID, first of all, my company doesn't want me even going out to eat, right? If I'm going into one of my plants, they don't want me to put anybody at risk. Mm -hmm. I'm really supposed to stay like in the hotel. And mm -hmm. my struggle in hotels is, you know, um, hotel workout rooms aren't open right now. You basically have to reserve them. Mm -hmm. And I have not been able to reserve one for a time that worked for me yet. Mm -hmm. um, traveling post-COVID. Well, not only that, a lot of CrossFit gyms will not allow drop-ins from other regions or states 
right now. either right yeah now. right now so it's possible that you maybe all the cards you know have been aligned or whatever all the stars have been aligned or whatever but then like oh well the gym's not gonna let you come in anyway so yeah yep. so no traveling has <laughs> been it's been really hard on my fitness and it's been really hard on my diet um so and traveling is not an excuse um you know, I see people doing, you know, posting on social media and doing hotel workouts in the mm -hmm. room, right? You don't need a lot to do a yeah. workout. Um, like I've been, I've been doing a lot of screenshotting lately of just workouts where you need zero equipment that yeah. you can just do with yourself. So yeah. <laughs> you just have to be disciplined <laughs> enough to do it. Um, yeah. You know, my problem when I work is, you know, these last couple weeks I've been gone to Ohio, you know, the work we've been doing. I've actually been up earlier than when I coached. My alarm clock's going off at 3.45 every morning. Oh, wow. And I'm not getting back um, to my hotel room until 7 to 8. So I can and, see that, right? Like, so you're traveling out, I mean, to Ohio. So you've got to get as much work done as you can get while you're out there because the travel there is a big barrier, right? So, mm -hmm. like, you're not going to travel back and forth a bunch of times to do, like, a bunch of little jobs. You're going to go there. You're going to work for 12 hours while you're there because you can only cram it in for, like, mm -hmm. those two or three days, right? So you do kind of run into that like scheduling issue of where like, well, I'm going there to like get this work done. And so it doesn't leave me like a lot of like extra time to get that in. So then you like, you know, I know I've talked to you before about trying to be more kind of disciplined with the nutrition mm -hmm. side of things, which I know when, when traveling, like, you know, you were telling me like, just basically tell me about your, you know, your hotels, like, well, maybe they don't have a refrigerator or and I've, and I've done it, right? And there, you know, I know where I go where, like, I have a refrigerator where I don't, um, mm -hmm. you know, where there might be, like, a residence in or a hotel that's got, like, that little kitchenette almost. Mm -hmm. um, and so there, there have been times where I've, like, brought my own food or I've gone to the store mm -hmm. and I've been really diligent and mm -hmm. I've, like, stayed on nutrition. Mm -hmm. But there are more times where I definitely don't. Well, I mean, you're starting... Would you say you're starting to get better at it now over time? Because um, when you first started traveling, it kind of just hits you all at once, and you're kind of unprepared for really how it's going to affect you long term. Is that kind of... Yeah, I would say I definitely have gotten better at it. And honestly, um, you know, five, seven years ago, I could get away with things that I can't. Yeah. Today. And so mm -hmm. that's one thing... just keep getting older, huh? <laughs> that's one thing I have really noticed, which is really where I've gotten to the point where I know I'm going to have to change if I want to keep my fitness level up and yeah. keep my nutrition where it needs to be because, um, you know, I just, as I've gotten older, I can't get away with, you know, all the eating out and not mm -hmm. eating good. And, you know, five to seven years ago, it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. I, I could, and mm -hmm. my body still, you know, I stayed at the same weight. Yeah. Uh, my fitness level stayed the same. I didn't mm -hmm. lose as much traction or ground as I do yeah, today now that I've gotten older. Know, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm going to be 45 this year. So. Yeah. Ugh, we don't need to talk about specific You're going to be the big 4 No, you're going to be the big 4 this year. And I know. We need to talk about what we're going to do. I know, that. I know, I know. That's why I was saying we'll just skip over that. We'll just skip <laughs> right over that that part. We don't need to talk about the numbers, the specific numbers. Okay. <laughs> no, really. I kind of joke about it both ways because I feel kind of up and down about the age. Like, most of the time, I don't care about it, really. I mean, I look the way I look as far as, like, my age, right? I don't really do anything to look older or younger. I just look the way I look. Um, I'm very fit for somebody my age, you know? You are. You're my, you're my hero now. <laughs> I have I'm, chas I'm chasing you. I mean, I'm yeah. chasing you. I have a totally different life, though. I'm in the gym all the time. I do have more opportunity, so I do recognize that, you know what I mean? So, um, anyway, I was just saying, like, so, like, 
for the age that I'm gonna be, it is kind of like, you know, 40, like it does just, you're not young anymore. You're not this like young person anymore, but I still like feel young and like feel good. So I go back and forth between being like kind of upset that I have to have this like four in front of my age and then going back to where like, yeah, but it doesn't really matter because I don't feel like I don't, I, I still feel good, you know? So I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it too. I mean, yeah. my thirties were better than my twenties and thus far. My 40s have, have been, been better than my 30s. I mean, yeah. you just move into different stages more, of your I mean, life. Right. So, like, also with, you know, your job and your travel, like, it's also, like, increased income and you have increased income that allows you to do, like, some other things that you haven't been able to do, right? Like, travel. S- like, snowboarding. For fun. <laughs> like, snowboarding. Like, I'm going snowboarding next week. Yes, weekend. that's a big hobby of yours. Yes. The snowboarding. So, yeah. whenever you, like, vacation, you're always out to Colorado. Honestly, Probably nine times out of ten. Well, and actually, yes. Ashley Schmigs, like your good the, friends. Yep, the Schmigs live in Fort Collins, mm-hmm. and my husband's older brother and his wife and their family live in a suburb of Denver. So okay. we actually have a couple of connections in Colorado, awesome. which is helpful. Yeah, so I know what you said, you're snowboarding next weekend. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, get a travel for fun too. Yep. And 10 years ago, I wouldn't have been doing that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. So. I mean, it does help too. Kids are, kids get older. Yeah. Are you, um, emotional at all about your son being 17 and a senior and there are times there are times if I think about it too long um yeah yeah I I do I think about it and I'm like you know and I I started thinking about it probably a couple years ago and and I thought about it along the lines of wow I only have two years left with him yeah and now it's you know it was wow I only have a year left with him and now I mean it's 2021 yeah you know we're not sure what he's gonna what do, he's gonna be able to um, do with like come fall really and stuff. but you know I know he is ready to be out on his own and to be away from us and to be independent and kind of do his Try own thing hand do his life. own thing yeah. and experience his own thing yeah. right and so that's all you can hope for is yeah. you know you raise kids that are able to stand on their own two feet and yeah can be a contributing members of society so man I Sounds scary. (laughs) (laughs) You'll, I mean, you're you're still, you still have a few years. Yeah, I'll get there. I'll get there eventually. But, um, anyways, so coming up on 40 minutes here, Kelly, I feel like we've had an amazing conversation, but I, oh, I mean, whenever we talk, I always (laughs) feel like it's pretty amazing. Do you have anything that you would like to add that maybe we didn't cover? I mean, I feel like, oh, I know, I know what we don't know. What's your like, um, well, first of all, you're from Minnesota originally. I am. And what's your sports background? Oh, my sports background. So yeah. I did all the sports in high school. Yes, you're very um, sporty. Volleyball, athletic. basketball, track. That was really all we had for yeah. females back then. Um, yeah. So volleyball, basketball, track in high school. I, I ran track my freshman year of college. Um, did a lot of weightlifting. Put on about 40 pounds. Um, I was a long jumper and a sprinter. And unfortunately, those 40 pounds really... Uh, I started struggling to get my ass off of the ground in the long jump. So I switched to basketball. Now, why did you year. put on 40 pounds? Um, we were in the weight room twice a day. Oh, we were okay. So out three times that. a day. We were doing a lot of squatting. So because I was a sprinter and a jumper, like legs is what we So you were like on. a tiny, weren't you, you, you were like a tiny teenager. I weighed 103 pounds my senior year. Yes. <laughs> I was a baby bird. Yeah. Baby bird. So you're a, a tiny, bird. tiny baby bird. And then you go to college and you start doing serious weightlifting and putting yep. on some pounds. And then, um, so in college then did you just do, I ran track my freshman year and then I played basketball <laughs> my sophomore year. 
Um, you know, when I started getting into, I switched three colleges in three years, and like I don't know, I you did. did. I didn't know you yes, switched colleges. I switched majors a lot of time. I became the typical like person who couldn't make up their mind. Did you really? Yes, and um, I am shocked to learn that. No, it was um, South Dakota State University where I finally landed and graduated from that I found rugby. So yes, I mean I was always active. Oh I loved, my gosh! I loved group sports. Um, so yeah, I found rugby and played rugby uh, my final three years of college. Mm -hmm. um, and then I actually moved to Ohio after college and played on a women's city rugby team mm -hmm. um, for, for a few years. We were actually pretty good, the mm -hmm. Cincinnati-Dayton uh, women's rugby team. We were actually really good. Awesome. I, I remember you telling me that. Um, so then you were in Ohio. So did you were you still playing when you were, like, pregnant? I feel like you were telling me that. I did. I had to. I stopped once I found out <laughs> I was pregnant. Um, and I... Played in my first match six weeks postpartum, which was probably not a good idea, but I was pretty young and stupid mm -hmm. still. I mean, I was invincible. Mm -hmm. And I think I was 26, 27. Yeah. Um, but no, having a newborn, it just, they take up, you know, so much of your time. Oh, so yeah. my participation in rugby just kind of trail started off. to trail off. And I, I was still a part of it, but I just wasn't able to commit mm -hmm. as much time to it as I had previously. And then when Loma was a year old, we moved to Florida. And I couldn't find any rugby. Uh, did you have a big so. gap then in your fitness, or were, were you still just doing like, um, like I was running big box? Oh, I would always okay. run. Um, I was always doing something. Yeah. I did a lot of running, probably. So you joined CrossFit then when you guys moved to Muscatine? I did. Yeah. So I'd heard of CrossFit, but um, didn't never step foot inside a gym. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we moved to Muscatine back in 2007. I was the heaviest I'd ever been in my life. Mm -hmm. I weighed almost 190 pounds. Um, and my husband's picture. brother was getting married three months later and I'm like, I can't go to his wedding like this. So I started, you know, I did a lot of running, did uh -huh. a lot of running when we moved to Muscatine and then I, we joined the Y and so I was doing a lot of group classes there uh -huh. between like spin, Zumba and boot camp. And actually uh -huh. I have Scott Schultz to thank for, um, probably getting me involved in CrossFit oh. in the first place because he was teaching boot camp and I had been doing boot camp for like a year or two. Uh -huh. And when the gym, CrossFit gym opened downtown in September of yeah. 2011, 20, 11. 11, yeah. he talked about it at boot camp nonstop, nonstop. And oh, finally, he, was he doing it? He was then? coaching. Yeah. He was, he was going and attending CrossFit, Gotcha. but he was yep. coaching boot camp at yeah. Y two okay. to three days a week. Uh -huh. still. And so he talked about it all the time. And finally, after three months, I'm that's like, what us okay. CrossFitters do. Yep. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's it. I've been listening to you talk about this for three months. I'm going. Okay. And I went. And loved my first class. My first workout was Cindy. Oh. I did way too many rounds. I had alligator <laughs> arms, and I couldn't wash my hair for two days. <laughs> but I have not looked back since. Yep. Awesome. Well, I think we can probably go ahead and wrap it up there. We learned a lot about you. I even learned a couple things. I did not know you were a college hopper. <laughs> that I just couldn't commit and make up my mind, right? Dude, I also, I, I transferred just once. Okay. <laughs> I did also. I got you beat by one. Yeah, there you go. I don't, it's, it's not unusual. I don't yeah. know. All right. Well, um, I'm going to go coach the 3 p.m. Sunday class. And then I'll post. I'm going to work out. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Our kids are working out together Our kids are today. working out. Our girls We have daughters out. that are the same age, so that's yeah. awesome. Um, and I will post this thing up later this evening. Yeah, thanks, guys, for listening. I'm going to dig up some, some pictures, <laughs> I think. Oh, great. Now, I won't do anything embarrassing. Okay. I, want you, I want you to look good. So. Okay, well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right, guys, we will see you in the gym. All right, bye. bye.